Good evening, everyone. Welcome into episode 53 of the Fused Relativity podcast. Um, nice to see you got the flies moved. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> Even with Kirk not here, his uh, legacy still remains. Um, so, you know, as we just hinted to, Kirk is done. So me and John are going to be doing this solo. And... Just kind of switching things up a little bit, but for the most part, we're just going to be uh, having fun talking about 3D printing and space. We'll probably do a little more on the 3D printing side now that, that Kirk's gone and maybe get a little more technical into those types of things. But tonight we got some 3D printing news, news, 3D printing stuff to talk about, and then space news that we want to discuss as well. So hopefully everybody is having a wonderful Friday. Uh, John, you want to start off? You said you had a uh, rant about Artemis. I'm curious to hear what that was. Oh, I've got many rants for today. Um, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna rant with. Uh, so uh, we had. I, I'm gonna call it. Me and my wife went super paranoid with. Uh, normally they give us our hey, it's time to re to renew your lease about this time of the year and they hadn't so we're like well that's weird and so we went and she went and asked and it's because and they told her it was like oh it's you know clutter and pest but she was talking to someone not there or that wasn't there um the more and more i've thought about this like we we, we went super paranoid like we were going to have to move and uh, yada 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 which it's still a possibility it's because when they came in to do the filters and everything, our back door was blocked by a table full of Christmas presents. I, I'm almost positive that was it. Well, I mean, that's just bad timing, it sounds like. Well, and that's just, that was the thing, like... So, I'm gonna... You know what? Since it's just the two of us, we're dads. You know, we both have kids to take care of. We both have that drive and this last year has been very uh good to both me and my wife the place that we are employed raised our rates of it you know raised our pay quite significantly over the last year yep. and um so because of that like me and my wife always buy Christmas presents throughout the year. That's just one thing that we've always done is that we will go and scour the clearance items and get as many presents as we can as early in the year. Like, from what my wife said, Christmas for this year is already taken care of. Huh. So, you know, and because of last year, we... We kept buying stuff because we had extra money, which is was a new concept to us. Like, you know, when you're not living paycheck to paycheck and worrying about uh, if a bill is going to come out and overdraft you or not, uh, it's it was we bought too much. So, and as every well, yeah, I brought it up. Like the day of Christmas, I got. Uh, COVID and then passed it to everyone else. But so we were like, that was the worst week I have ever 
been through in the, the recent memory. And the kids were also sick, but they still have Christmas presents from like two years ago that they haven't opened. But it's just that, that like, it's weird. But yeah, so we had all the presents on a table because we were trying to clean up, but we were also sick. And then they came in and did the, uh, it was just bad timing. But I will say on the, the flip side of this, we have completely cleaned, like thoroughly cleaned um, a lot of stuff and it needed it. It really did. We've even, uh, I've feng shuied our room, which, uh, so on the total of tonight, I know I'm not letting Chris talk at all. It's your rant. I figured I'd well. <laughs> I'd let you have it. So here's the thing. I tried to when I was redoing our room because we did have the window blocked with a desk, and I figured they would probably not like that. Probably so not. yeah. So I I was like in this mode, and I just said screw it, and I'm going to go get it moved. Um, I think I broke my toe. And then in the process of moving the desk, I broke the desk. Uh, it's an L-shaped desk, but the uh, I don't know why, but when I moved it, the whole back support just broke off. So okay. now, now, now my wife is at work, but she... Uh, uh, so I had just my oldest daughter to help me. And, sorry, my youngest is trying to connect to the internet. We just had to switch her to a Wi-Fi connection. Uh, so she needs some help getting it connected. But I, I've lost my train of thought. Where was I, Chris? I do not know. Okay. So anyway, while moving the desk, it broke. I know this is riveting information for a podcast. Uh, I got domed by the stupid desk. I was underneath trying to put the back support back on, and it slipped and just, like, clonked right, right in the head. So that was that was fun. I, I've, I've been mortally injured tonight. I don't think mortally is the correct word. No, but... it's not. I <clears throat> To tell you how bad it was at the beginning, like, just the stress I was under, until I realized that it was probably just because of the stupid table and the... the uh, thing hitting me um i was just all over the place i'd start cleaning one thing then like two seconds later clean another thing it, it was it was interesting i did 3d print an attachment to my vacuum though that's cool i know riveting stuff again like it is uh you know how vacuums usually have that that funnel piece that like edge that lets you get into the 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 like, cracks, yeah. yeah. Ours didn't come with that for some reason. I printed one. Uh, I may have to tweet it out because I don't have a picture of it. It's somewhere in my room right now. So, Chris, why don't you talk for a second? I have to go help a young child. Yes. Well, I know John had the... You know, he had the cleaning thing that he was doing going on. And uh, we're, you know, it's sometimes cleaning is good. You know, sometimes you unclutter your world and and 
it's a nice feeling and and uh it's stressful though especially when you're kind of forced to do it but uh basically i think tonight what we're going to talk about is 3d printers which john kind of talked about 3d printing his vacuum attachment thing yes. so we have been we have been well i guess we shouldn't say we have been but right now me and John, uh, we're talking about it this week. I am in the market for a brand new 3D printer. My dumbass bought one. <laughs> well, and so what we should clarify is uh, the reason that I'm in the market for a new 3D printer is because mine is a couple years old now and it still runs great, but I think it's time to upgrade. And what I'm really looking for in my 3D printer is something that has a bigger build space. And I, I kind of got sucked in by multiple colors, being able to do multiple colors at once. Yes, that's what I wanted to do. And I, when I bought the printer, because I, I was looking at two. I was looking at the one that you sent me, and I can't think of the name right off the top of my head um but then are i talking about, are you talking about the g-tech yes because it has a massive build plate and can print like i think one of them prints three colors yeah so the the printer that i'm looking at at this moment is it's a company called g-tech and it is a monstrosity it has a three I had the specs pulled up just so I could give them out. So 320 by 320 by 420 millimeter build plate, which roughly translates to about... Enough to build a helmet. Yeah, essentially you got like 12, 12 inches by 12 inches by 15, 16 inches tall. So... This thing has um, a much higher capacity to to build on, and it also does it can manage three colors at once. So all three colors can be loaded in at the same time, and it will manually extrude them as you tell it to, which is pretty cool. Yes, I, and that's I was gonna go for the two. I think it was the two color version I was looking at, and uh, it's just. I didn't want to spend that much, and by that much, it's what four fifty. Yeah, like four hundred and fifty bucks. And the only I, I haven't pulled the trigger yet because, unfortunately, it's not a company that I know. And yeah, that was that was my problem with it. Part of my problem okay. is that the, the reviews have been a little bit all over the place the last couple of. Uh, weeks and so it's kind of yeah i like to read reviews and when i can't find good reviews uh, not good reviews but if i can't find enough reviews then i yeah. start to get a i start to get a little bit worried about it so i'm still leaning towards it i just haven't been able to pull the trigger my thing yeah okay i found it I was gonna post the. I'm gonna post the link in uh, the chat here. It's 
it is 439 right now with one left in stock is that the eight that's not the 830t is it no that's probably the a30m the a30t is 20 oh yeah because it's only got the yeah so the a30t is the one that i'm looking at and it has i can get it on you know directly from them for 449 um and it ships within 24 hours so i mean I'm not too worried about being able to get it. It's just, it's not on Amazon. Oh, usually, Yeah. Usually when I don't see something on Amazon, I get worried. Yeah, that's, I just closed out of the other link I was going to do. Yeah, that was my thing. Like, there was one called the Lotmax Shark, uh, which is now only on their site. But it's a a three-in-one. So it does two colors. Uh, let's see, what was it? Yeah, it does dual colors. It does laser engraving, and okay, so they're using dual color as as uh, the third thing it can do. Yeah, I... most most three D printers will are starting to go into the laser engraving aspect. I know my my AnyCubic, I I can buy an upgrade that would change out the nozzle for a laser head yeah i also i also have a laser like i bought my wife a laser engraver uh, an actual dedicated one so i just don't need it but the the one the yeah i'm gonna put mine in here i got the neptune um i just realized the difference in uh uh amazon.com links like Oh, mine also has the search. That's why. Uh, So I have the Neptune 2D, which it's unfortunate that it it has the same build plate as it's essentially just an Ender 3. Uh, It looks very much like an Ender 3, except it has a a different uh, nozzle and everything. But it's by Elegoo. And since it can do two colors, I thought, oh, that'll be fun i have a lot of ideas for this most recently my wife fuse crafts who's in the uh, chat was trying to make bacon earrings it's a long story but it's a good idea the problem she had is when she was just doing what my uh you know filament changes to do the colors it doesn't look good like with the egg she printed it looked great but that's because it's it's an egg, so it, it's very flat. Bacon needs a little bit more like randomness to it, almost. Um, but since you brought it up, I had one thing I wanted to to say, and that is I have to recant just a little bit on something I said last week, and I was helping. Uh, someone with an Ender 3 this uh-huh. last weekend. Uh-huh. And I got that thing dialed in, and the quality was actually pretty good. See, and that's... This is the thing. So, I know we're we're talking about the two-color prints, but this is, this is another rant I've been meaning to have, because I've seen it a lot on uh, 3D printing uh, 
spaces. But a lot of people are like, oh, don't recommend the Ender 3. It's it's garbage, yada, yada, yada. You have to do a lot of tuning. And that's my take is it's not that it's garbage. It's just it takes a lot of work. I am spoiled. I have a Prusa. Uh, the The fact that I don't ever have to level my bed, like bed leveling is not a thing I do, is like just trying to do that with an Ender, it throws me off. Because it's automatic for me. Well, and the thing is, is I got the bed completely leveled, and then I printed just a just a simple, nothing too fancy print. And I was looking at it, and I said, I said, man, this quality is actually pretty darn good. Like it, it did a fine job of of printing, maybe even better than my any cubic would have done, and that bummed me out. Yeah, well, same thing with your anti-cubic. It can print the same detail. You just have to get it as fine-tuned. And that's that's the problem I'm having with my daughter's Ender 3 is I just... I rushed to the upgrades to make it like my Prusa very quickly. Uh, because when I... When we got it for her, we got it because it was cheap and easily upgradable. And I just jumped immediately into the upgrades with the the auto touch or uh, auto touch. That sounds horrifying. Um, the BL touch, the the auto bed leveling that upgrade, and then I did the extruder up upgrade, and then I you know I've got to do the spring upgrade because I still have those to add I need to replace like. I got sucked into upgrading it before I just got the printer working, and now I'm kind of stuck in that it's it's not working as well as it should. Well, and I, I said, I think, in the last episode that I didn't like Ender 3s, and now that I actually got one to run pretty well, I was... Uh, I can see why people like them, and I can see why they're good for printer farms, because... For what you know, for 189 bucks, you're getting a pretty, a pretty good quality printer. Well, and the fact you can actually score them for about a hundred dollars. Um, Micro Center usually has deals where you can get them for a hundred bucks if you watch. And I didn't like putting them together sucks. I'm not going to submit on that. I think you've got. I, I honestly think you. Ha because you put together like a uh, uh, version one, right? Mm, probably a version two. But I mean, literally, my AnyCubic took me one, two, three, four, five bolts, six bolts, and boom, done, ready to print. See, and I, I could have swore like my daughter's was just as fast because you just had to bolt in the frame and then plug everything in. That's for an assembled model. If you get the kit... Oh, you got the you kit. Ha- I got the kit. Oh, good God. Why would you do that? Because it was cheap. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you can buy the kits anymore. Uh, or at least I haven't seen a kit, but I look on Amazon, so... it, it It's skewed. Oh. And then I also had something else to pick a bone with you about, and I thought it was kind of funny, and I didn't bring it up before because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. And I think I know the answer to this, but I I wasn't sure, so I figured I'd let you 
you voice it out on the on the show. You bought a new printer that does two colors, correct? Yes. Why didn't you just buy the Pressa upgrade that does five? So, I agree. Here's the here's the reasoning by it. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me see if I'm right on this. Because you didn't get an extra printer. No. Oh. Because that was that was part of the thing. Like I was, it was either going to be the MMU upgrade or this printer. Um, the MMU upgrade is great once you get it fully tuned in. The the reason why I didn't do it because I I could have upgraded when I got the original printer that was like I've wanted the MMU since I got a Prusa the the thing with it is, is they're very finicky and I don't have the space for the five spool holders like I can make it it wouldn't be that big of a deal I just. I didn't want to alter my printer that is doing the majority of my work right now. Okay. Well, I can respect that because I even got permission to buy a, a i3 MK plus with that. Did I get Which... that right? I3 MK plus. Oh, you, Oh, you're talking about the, no, yeah, the the Mark Three, uh, Mark Three S Plus, Mark Three S Plus. All right. Well, I got permission to buy that and the MMU upgrade, but I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to yeah. get the the G Tech and see how. I mean, I'm still on the fence, but that might be the end where I end up because my other option is the Chiron, and that one only does one color. So, so well, and that's just the thing. Like, you're. It's it's an interesting because I I was I was just watching a TikTok on this too. Um, it was you know why do you have multiple printers? It's either you own a business or you're addicted. It's it, it's that yeah. Like I don't need three printers. Like technically one of them's not mine. Well, I did just buy another one, so I have three printers. Um, but I don't need three printers. There's nothing I can print that's going to take that time. But I, I can build my battle droid in a lot shorter time frame now. Well, and my goal for the big build space, because right now most printers like mine and John's were running about eight to eight and a half inches cubed. <clears throat> so eight and a half inches wide by eight and a half inches long by eight and a half inches tall, which is a pretty decent sized build space. My problem is I want to start 3D printing guitars, and that's why I need to find a bigger build space because I could do it on the smaller build plate, but if I could do two halves instead of four pieces, that would be amazing. So Yeah, because we have talked about it, and we're, we're going to tr still try attempt it, but we want a 3D printed guitar that uh, works well. And is reliable. I was going to say, the, the other thing, since you just mentioned bigger build plate, I mean, there is the CR-10. Yeah, and I thought about the CR-10, but that's only vertical and not, with, uh, you know, you don't get the wide X-axis, which 
It's 300 by 300 by 400. That's standard for the big beds. Oh, well, if I was going to do that, I'd probably go with the Chiron because the Chiron is 400 by 400 by 420. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. That was my other dilemma when I decided to impulse buy a printer was do I want a bigger build plate? Because I do, because I would love to print a helmet in one go. Like, if I could print those Mando helmets in just one sitting, that would be amazing. Um, the other thing was, and I know it's a complete gimmick, but the two-color thing is amazing. And I do have ideas for that would utilize two-color prints. So the other thing that I'm still leaning towards the G-Tech for is it has a mixing aspect. Which is, yeah, I, that was one of the things that I saw, too, that I really liked. And I don't know how reliable it is, but the mixing aspect is you can actually mix filaments together to change the color, which is kind of cool if you, you know, if you need to, if you don't have orange filament, you could try mixing red and yellow and see what kind of orange pops out. Or like, it's a cool concept. Yeah. I'll have to look into it some more too. I mean, not like I'm going to get another printer anytime soon. I don't have the space for it as my previous rant entailed. Yes. Well, if space is your your enemy, then a bigger build plate's probably not the way to go. See, and that's the other thing. Like, I can fit a bigger build plate, but it would take the the spot of my uh, my Mark III S Plus, and that would get moved to a which, different. Which I have already conceded that your Mark III S Plus, the quality on that thing is excellent. Now, is it? Is it ten times better than the the Ender three that I witnessed this weekend? Probably not. No, but it it does a very good job. And just case in point, that little alien that you sent me the other week. Yes, that that was nightmare fuel. I know, and she <laughs> loved it. But uh, my my printer wouldn't even handle it. It was having the hell of a time trying to even print that thing. So, and I the, printed that. That was tiny. That was like forty percent. I know, and my printer just. It, you know what it was? Was it couldn't handle the the head? I no didn't matter how. No matter how I put it on the build plate, the head just seemed to get real wonky on me, and I don't know. It's, I, it could have been that I was just, I'd blown out my hot end. Yeah. You know, and so it was just having a hell of a time, which I'm still, I haven't replaced it yet. So I still got to get in and replace it, but I've never done it. So I'm still trying to learn how to do it. And, uh, but any cubic was nice, nice enough to send me an extra one when they sent me my printer. So. Well, you're talking. You're talking nozzle and not full-on hot end, right? I think it's full-on hot end, to be honest with you. I mean, it's not like they're expensive, even going I to it. Well, maybe I should try doing the nozzle first. Yeah, it's usually, if you've been printing a lot, and I think you have been. I was. I printed for like four days straight, honestly. Well, that's not... My uh, my Mark 3S 
has a total print time of 38 days and five hours. I've owned it since it's, I've had it for less than a year, right? Cause I got it in yep. April. Yeah. So riddle me this. Basically what was happening was I think my, everything was overheating. I would get like three quarters of the weight. Uh, I would do like a print and I was only printing a flat solid square and it would do maybe three layers and then it would just stop. Oh, that's we were talking about this. I think you're having an issue with your motherboard because everything. Because as soon as you told me that, I I had seen videos of people complaining about their motherboard uh, overheating, and it was having the same issues you were having, like the printer just stopping, uh, it turning off. It, you know, it. There was a wide range of things that was like, yeah, this is probably motherboard overheating. Well, that would be harder to deal with. Eh, you throw a fan on it. Well, and it's pretty well ventilated where it's at, and I haven't turned it on in a week, so it might be worth maybe after the show I'll turn it on and do that same print and see how it fares. Because, yeah, it, to to circle back, um, last year when uh, I had started our TikTok, I did a whole series on my Mark II S versus an Ender 3. And everything was exactly the same. The only difference was without tweaking the settings, the Ender was slower. That was about it. Everything came out the same. The prints looked the same. Um, I wish I, I still had... I think I have the uh, comparison. Or I, I might have just done it for TikTok. I don't know. Uh, you, you know what might bum me out the most about the Ender 3? Is that stupid dial? <laughs> oh, on the the. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the touchscreen dial or the yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, maybe that's that little dial is what drives me the most crazy. But uh, I'm actually gonna do. I don't think I told you about this, but I'm gonna maybe this this weekend if I get some time. Maybe next week. I'm actually gonna do a video for our channel to throw up on YouTube and it's going to be the beginner's guide to essentially taking a file from like Thingiverse, putting it on your computer and then uh, how to get it into Cura and the simple settings of Cura and then sending it to your printer. Yeah, fair. I mean, it, it's obviously been done and done to death, but no, but you know what? It hasn't in the sense of like a really uh, basic version because everybody that I found uh, has kind of gets a little more detailed and it's hard to find just like click this, download here. Yeah, no, open, fair. Open here, put it into Cura. So if anybody's interested, I will be putting that up on our channel pretty soon. Just as a little tutorial, because I figured, why the heck not? Everybody's got to start somewhere. So if you're into, you know, if you're just new to 3D printing and you want to say, dude, how do I get this thing to print? And then you could go to my video and say, all right, this guy's one step above a gorilla. So if he can you know, do it, I can. 
the uh it's funny because i i'm generally kind of curious how many people i i've convinced into getting a 3d printer uh accidentally because the the story of my viral tiktok was it was i was just like eh, i'll put this up since i'm printing it and i thought it would be fun and then it just exploded i know and i have another idea for you and i'm gonna tell you after the show and I think you should do it, and then you're gonna have another viral TikTok, and then it's gonna give you anxiety. But nah, um, I I checked for some reason, and I, I'm kind of kicking myself on this, but a lot of people were calling our uh, our ship Voltron, which yes, but Voltron's just also which Voltron came first. Power Rangers yeah, was Voltron, left. Voltron was first. Power Rangers came second. So technically, if you're going OG, then you're on Voltron. But but I mean, it, it, yeah. But yeah, it, it was it, it was interesting because I was like, because our, our main TikTok channel for the, our podcast, the Fused Relativity one, doesn't get, like, it, it gets a trickle amount of likes and people coming into it, which is fine. Um. Like, I'm not expecting a niche channel that does 3D printing and space engineers to exactly be, you know, um, a million follower channel. Like, that's not uh, not an expectation I have. Um, the uh, the thing that got me was I, I have been cleaning all day and I just happened to, to take a second and check look at TikTok and I was looking at our, our main one and it was like 37 notifications. I'm like, that's weird. It was just we got a bunch of follows off of uh, one of the videos. Hit the FYP, I'm assuming, and we got a bunch of views. But nice. So since I, I'm I'm ranting and we've kind of talked a lot about 3D printing already, let's talk about Artemis. Space. Let's go to space. That's where uh, we're at. So I was I was watching videos, and this it 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 got me a little bit interested but this lady was talking about how artemis and sls is going to be huge and we're going to start a colony on the moon with it and you know all this other stuff and i was like that's no that's just bad and it, it's because she worked on it so i i completely understand her viewpoint in that sense but sls is dead artemis is dead like well i mean it's not my, dead but my counterpoint is, is they finally got the first one stacked and ready for its test flight. So, but they're, they're certainly making a stride to get it to where it needs to be. And I think that much like, I, I know where you're going with your rant because I know you well enough to know that, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see where they take it from here because I feel like the fact that they have it actually stacked for test launch means that they're pretty confident in its abilities because it's nasa which we've discovered over the years they have to yeah. be really into it they have to think it's going to work before they actually test it so it might be the, the it might beat spacex to the moon granted i know spacex isn't necessarily trying to go to the moon but i think it's going to beat it there i know it's not even Artemis SLS isn't even going to the moon. That's that's the kicker. It's it's going to the moon's uh, orbit or the lunar orbit, but it's not going to the moon. 
Uh, that's SpaceX's job. But my thing with it is, is even if, even if you were to charge a hundred million or a hundred percent, no, I'm doing this wrong. So the average price or the price that they said, the last I remember seeing of a starship to launch was a million dollars, right? Something in that effect. Mm, I thought it was more than that, but. But the, the, so even if you took it to a hundred million, you can launch 40 starships for one SLS and the SLS can't carry anything. Well, I mean, I can't argue with you on that fact. My point is, I'm very interested to see. Two million. It's two million. So I want to see pictures from the moon, damn it. And I oh, think, no, I agree. I'm like, whoever gets there first, let's go. Let's just finally get up there. The starship, the next starship was fully stacked today as we talk about it. It was stacked and is getting cryo-proofed and ready for launch. Now, I, yeah, I do want to preface this. I do think Musk should be on that first Starship test, but... <laughs> That's not going to happen. I, it's the connotation. Like, I understand send, it. Send Jared Isaacman. He seems to really like to spend money and be a... Anyway. No, no, no. It, it's that the first one's going to crash. That's the point. Hey, you, you, Musk has been like your secret man crush for a year no. of our podcast. What's going on here? No, no, no. Like, I... I don't know. He's very much... His whole, I'm gonna fight Putin thing, kind of... He's like a 14-year-old with billions of dollars. I know, and that's what makes him awesome. He has no filter, and I like no. it, because... Because he gets stuff done. When he wants something done, he gets it done. I, I will concede that he does have the ability to hire the exact right people he needs to do something in a, in a specific amount of time. I'm the same way as Musk. Tell me what you want done and I'll do it. All right? I mean, don't ask me how I'm going to do it, but tell me what you want done and I'll do my best to get it done as best as I can. It may not work, but I'm going to try, damn it. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, just. Oh, like the other thing. Guy. I, uh, you know, my take on billionaires, it's only getting worse. Um, my, not my thing. The other thing that was really big, James Webb took a picture, took its first picture. Yeah, I saw that. There were uh, a lot of people who were up in arms over it, and I, I didn't really understand why, because they didn't do much. Yeah, you know, kind of a womp womp situation. Well, but... because they were expecting like massive picture. I people are weird. Now let me see. I'm gonna go. I'm not switching, Chris. Just so you know. Also, while you're messing with your thing, uh, the Ingenuity helicopter uh, aced its, like, 27th flight or whatever. It's old news. 
I still like yeah. that 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 whirly bird, but it's uh it's lost a little of its grandeur because it doesn't fail. Well, yeah, it will. So I, I do have the picture that it took on here. And, you know, in fairness, a lot of people are like, I could see why it's like not all that interesting. But all those thin things are galaxies. Yeah. Like it's, like it's impressive based off of what it is. If you actually look at what the pictures of, because it's a huge picture. I mean, you can't tell off of a screen on a screen of a podcast, but that's a gigantic picture. I've zoomed in way too much. Like, yeah, that little flat spin. That's a galaxy. That's not a, you know, a star. That's a galaxy. It's, I think the pictures are only going to get better because all of the side, I, I think the biggest problem was people were like, they, we'd get a full color view of like some galaxy far, far. No, I, I don't think it's, it's not a visible light care detector, right? It's infrared, which would explain why these pictures are yeah, like, I think it is, I think it is infrared. Like it's infrared x-ray or something like that. It, it's not a, a visible light camera like the Hubble. Which is why I think we need another one. We need a bigger, bigger shit or telescope out there. Well, and unfortunately, that's what everybody wants to see. If you've, you know, you could take, I've looked at pictures of planets that the probes have taken, but it's all infrared or some sort of spectral camera. And you're just like, what am I looking at? I don't even know what this is, but... Yeah, the fact that those are galaxies is pretty intense. Just, just a little bit. Sorry, I had to walk away for a second. You know, dad things on this dad podcast of dads. Now, <laughs> now that now that old Kirk is gone, we're uh, it's all dad dudes who talk about space and three D printing, but. You know, the the interesting part of of all of this is we kind of we kind of got back to what the initial idea was of the podcast, even though I liked where we were. You know, it's not a uh, it was it's just now it's going to be different and we are going to jump a little more into maybe some technical stuff. Hopefully people either like it or uh. It, you know, well, it'll be a mix of everything. Like we're not going to drop the old stuff, but we're going to be able to bring new stuff in. Like our thing was like we both play games. We both like playing games. We don't I don't think in the 2 years we really ever talked about video games. Like in the 2 years, 2 years, 1 year, whatever. Well, I yeah, I, I say we'll 2 years cuz we just started year 2. Also, uh, I don't really want to talk about video games on the podcast, so that's probably part of it. Well, I'm not saying talking about it. Video games is the least exciting thing you can talk about on a, a podcast, considering most times you're playing a video game. Anyway. Well, uh, well, I, I would disagree because I have a lot of games <laughs> that one of my favorite podcasts was about video games. But, again, that's not something 
I'm just saying, like, mentioning it. Like, I'm a big supporter of Humble Bundle. Ooh. Well, the thing is, is you are far more into video games than I am. But you got Space Engineers. I really enjoy that. But I'm more into the techie stuff. Uh, the, you know, I'm into the 3D printing. And the, especially 3D printing right now. Because after I got commissioned to do those couple prints that I was, you know, that blew out my printer. Uh, I want to do more. I want to commission all over the place because people like 3D printing because they don't know anything about it. And it's kind of a cool space to be in because people are like, can you do this? Absolutely. What do you need? So it's, it's, it's kind of a fun space to be in when you can have knowledge of something that other people don't necessarily know about but they know it exists. So when you say, I have a 3D printer, people are intrigued. Maybe they have questions. And it sucks when they ask you a question you don't know the answer to, but uh, that's most questions for me. So so I, I just had to I had to look, and because it, this will fit into what, uh, what we're talking about. Humble Bundle right now has a Ukraine pack. Uh, 123 games and books and stuff for 40 bucks. And this is the type of stuff that like I didn't know this was a thing. Um and it, it it's going to go for 6 more days, so by the time this comes out on podcast or on the uh uh the what I call it, this will already be out or this will still be up so you can still get it. But it has like Spyro and Fable and Satisfactory. The other thing it has that I thought was very interesting is it has miniatures, Chris. Miniatures to print? 3D printing miniatures, yep. That's cool. But I actually 3D I 3D printed some minis not too long ago just to see how they'd turn out. Not perfect, but not bad. Resin would be much better, but I'm still not sold on resin. It's too much work. It's not. The, like, the old stuff before the, well, I still say it's fucking, I spilled some, and I think I killed our printer again. Uh, I, uh, I just think post-processing, and I'm an Instagram, instant gratification kind of guy, so when I can pull stuff off the build plate and just be done with it. That's awesome. Uh, speaking of going back to the Ender 3, uh, <laughs> you know how you're constantly fighting build plate adhesion? Blue tape. No, I'm. Uh, follow me here. So just say yes. Yes. I what, do you do, what do you do when the build plate adhesion is too good? Uh, you lift your printer off the bed accidentally. Or off the, the table <laughs> accidentally. No, so uh, do you by chance know what the cause is of really, really good adhesion? Uh, too close to the board. Uh, like if you use glue, that would cause it. So... I was when I was working on that Ender 3 that I was telling you about. Um, you know, the so what was happening was the 
the print would come out and it would look amazing, but you couldn't hardly get it off. You know how the Ender 3 has the removable scratchy material thing that you can bend? Yeah. It was sticking to it so hard you had to, like, pry underneath of it to get it off of there. Yeah, that might just be too close to the bed. So does that mean the level is just a little too close to the... Yeah. Okay. Because I've had the same issue where it, like, digs into that grippy stuff and then you have to, like, pry it off. Okay, so maybe I just need to unlevel that just a half a click just to get it up a little higher. You can do that. You don't have to... Uh, you can do that in the settings, the Z offset. And just go oh. up... Like that would be. Are you talking about in Cura, or is that in the Ender system itself? Yeah, it's just in the Ender system. Once you start printing, you can adjust the the Z. I'm sure your Anticubic can do it too, but yeah, you'd be able to adjust the Z axis just uh, right where you want it. So once, if you have it completely leveled to the bed and everything's perfect there, then you just fine tune it with uh, with the settings. Okay, well, that'd be something to look into because yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of impressed at the stickiness of it. I was like, damn, that that doesn't want to come off. So normally it's the other way. Normally it's you don't have any adhesion and your print fails. So having too much adhesion is less of a problem until you can't get it off the bed. Yeah. Yeah, I that was part of the issue we had with the Ender. I think that's... See, I've just had issues with... I think mostly extrusion. And I think I fixed that or I made it twice as bad. I don't know. There's a whole calculation you have to do for that. Oh, you know what's funny is I actually adjusted the feed rate on the Ender. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. And I adjusted the feed rate. I think I took it down to 97%. And that seems to be working very well. Well, maybe I should do that too. Because I think that's part of the problem is it's it's trying to go too fast. And it's, I hate Bowden tube. Uh, again, that's another problem I don't have to deal with because my Prusas are direct drives. In fact, my, the Mark 3S, like you just put the filament in and it just gets it to where it needs to be. I can't really take credit for it. I just saw it on a, uh, I don't remember, one of forum or something, and I changed it on my Anycubic, and it seemed to work, so I changed it on that one too just to see if that would help out, and I think it does. It, I don't know why 97% works, but what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, the good news is, I'm in the process of getting a new printer, which is pretty uber exciting. So, and I'm dumb and bought a new one anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it happens, especially well, like three. That was the thing. Like, I, I just, it's been something I want to try. I like two color stuff. Um, and it's, it's, at $200, even if it's garbage and I can only use it for one color and it's essentially just a, a, a Ender 3, I, it's still an extra printer. Like, it'd be nice if it can do two colors, especially if it could do water-soluble supports or something like that. That would be kind of fun to experiment with. I don't think I'm going to because it, it seems... 
unnecessary. Well, yeah, I mean, I think in in my perspective, I'm just I happened to find the G Tech, and I found it. Uh, so I don't know if you've ever been to the site. But I I really enjoy reading uh, all3dp.com. Uh, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. They seem to have really good information that's not uber-biased towards anything. And I've been, you know, looking at their, when I was looking at their stuff, they happened to recommend the GTEC as a dual or tricolor system and some of the other ones like I've been interested in the Flash Forge yeah, uh... because Flash Forge gets probably some of the higher marks now caveat being that Prusa your your printer the Prusa IK whatever hell 3 plus you have it still gets the best benchmark well because once once it's set up like you I don't I don't mess with it. Like that's Whoa. that's why I like I don't have to level it. I don't have to do anything unless I do something like change the nozzle, then I have to make sure it's, you know, the nozzle is in the right area and I tightened it enough. Otherwise, I just say go print and it prints. Well, but, and so I should caveat that for it gets the best benchmark under $1000. Yeah. Because the other one I was looking at was the Snapmaker. See, I want the Snapmaker. Snapmaker would be dope, but it's two thousand dollars, and I'm I'm not willing to drop that kind of coin on a on a three D printer. They not have one that's eight hundred. Not unless we were making, you know, I money only... off of this venture. But uh, it just you know, I when I do my research because I'm a researcher, I do research for days before I do anything. And so, you know, I I have a pretty good, uh, you know, I have a pretty good sense of what's good and what's bad. And the Pressa gets very good marks on almost everything. Yeah, um, I, I can imagine the mark places it doesn't is building because it is a bitch to build. I built uh, two, I know. Well, building is one and then the uh most most people don't want to spend a thousand dollars on a printer I, and that's you know that's that's one of the knocks on the presser but when it comes to reliability and quality of prints presser, i mean it it basically beats everybody out but i well, don't know if I'm, I'm i'm i don't know if i'm willing to give the g tech a shot yet like i said i'm i'm still doing my research but there's a good chance I land on the A30T, which gives me three colors, big build volume. And oh, yeah, it's still, it's the same prices on Amazon. Which one? The A30T. I couldn't find the A30T on Amazon. It's <laughs> not, it's not. I'm on their site. Oh, yeah, it's two, three, It's 449 Yeah. My... But the flash, the flash forge, I keep cutting you off. But the flash forge is one that I keep going back to as well because you can get the adventurer three, 
which is one that gets huge reviews. Like it gets really good reviews. Um, but I'm still, you know, I still go back and forth because it's such a small bill volume. Uh, yeah, the, the thing with the Flash Forge, and this is what I was going to bring up earlier, and then kind of we got around to it. It's a, it's a dual extruder or dual, dual hot end. So there's a difference between the ones we're talking about. When we're talking about two and three colors, uh, the one that I bought and the one that Chris is talking about, the G-Tech, they have it's one filament or one hot end or one nozzle and three filaments that kind of splice into one. And it pulls it yes. back and sends it in and pulls it back and sends it in. Um, so it's not as it, – it's, it's wasteful. I will say it's wasteful because you have to – it has to have a, a tower to go with it to, you know, switch between the colors because you have to, you know, switch. I think Cura and Prusa Slicer both let you wipe to infill, so it might not be as bad anymore. But with this, it's two hot ends, so you have two different colors. And you can print two things at the same time, or you can print one thing in two colors. Which, which one are we talking about? Is that the one you bought? No, the Flash Forge. Oh, yeah, the Flash Forge is, they call it an IDEX system, which means independent extruders, which means you can print, it's it's running two different hot ends, uh, hot ends which means it, it can do mirror prints. So you could print two of the same thing at the same time because it's running simultaneously. The only reason that's appealing to me is because... And this is super cool for anybody who's into 3D printing who's ever had to try and get supports off of a stupid thing. Is with an independent extruder system, you can run water soluble supports on. So you tell one to do uh, your print, and then the other extruder does water soluble uh, support material. You can do that then, with the one I got too, just so you know. No, I think it has to be independent no. extruders. No, because the MMU, the press MMU can do it. That was one of its selling points was it can use water soluble. Well, yeah, but maybe the press MMU can, but not all of them can. Well, you're true. The, the problem is it, it's a very, it's a niche thing, especially with how good supports are getting. Like I've seen some amazing supports on TikTok the last few weeks from Cura. Well, I don't doubt that they're getting better. And honestly, this weekend I had a few of them that uh, pulled off very nicely and I didn't even have to worry about it. So, yes, supports are good. But when I was doing those giants, those supports were god-awful. Oh, no, I I imagine. Well, I was going to say, I didn't have any problems when I printed it. Yeah, you did it in resin. I know. That's what I was like. I did it in resin. Never mind. No, those, those, I mean, I'm being real here and saying that I printed eight of those stupid things because a lot of them didn't work because the supports were so ingrained into that thing. No matter how I printed it, I just, I mean, they were bad. So. And it was what? The combination of lower. What did we do? What did I get? What advice did I tell you that worked? Well, I switched to the tree supports, and when I switched to the tree supports, that helped out quite a bit. Uh, but they were still, the supports when I was 
the first one I did, it worked fairly well, but they were fusing in the back. So the supports and the print itself kind of fused together a little bit and you could not get them off. And I know that kind of defeats the purpose of the support, but it was, it was brutal. Yeah, it's, there's tricks. Like, I don't want to necessarily talk about it now because we've already gone about an hour. And that was longer than I thought I, we were going to make it today, to be honest. Um, but rafts. I started printing with rafts. I don't know how I feel about them yet. Are they rubber? No, no, no. Do you know what a raft is? Yeah, I know. I was making a joke. All no. right. I'm tr I'm trying to fill a void that Kirk has uh, left, but you know what? He's at a concert tonight, and you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll work on my jokes, but... Yeah, no. yeah. I I'm I'm torn on rafts right now. They just don't float my boat. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think on that note we should <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should probably wrap this up. We have actually, like I, you said, it, you know, we've been on for about an hour, and it's. You know, that's pretty good for our first episode with uh, 3D printing. And we actually talked a lot more 3D printing than I thought we were going to. But And it wasn't even half of uh, uh, what I wanted to talk about, honestly. Uh, well, that, um, that's cool because we can, you know, we can get a little more in-depth now that uh, it's just us at the meantime. You know, we'll we'll get a little more in-depth on some of the some of the things that we're into with the 3d printing it could be good could be terrible it depends on how much you like 3d printing because if we start getting into technical stuff on 3d printing it's probably yeah. not going to be the best listening but like i said we're gonna well it'll still be a lot of the same thing it's just going to be with one less person yep and that's cool you know well capitalism we'll still sucks you shut your mouth. We're not talking about that. <laughs> well, next week, uh, maybe we'll, we'll form some off topics just for, uh, just to keep our format a little bit kind of the same as towards the end of the show, because I like the off topic. I don't know about you, but yeah, I, uh, I enjoy having a little bit of breakup at the end, just in case we stumble across something a little bit ridiculous at the end of the week. Yeah, no, that's, I, I was looking to see if I had uh, saved one, but it was, I did, I do have one, but I, I kind of want to save it till next week. Well, yeah, we can save that one for next week. Uh, we're getting late into the evening and uh, we will, we will keep it going. Uh, since since it's the end and we can uh private lean uh thank you for chatting with us yeah thanks for popping in unfortunately uh, it is uh the end of the show yeah <laughs> it's been uh, uh, it's been a rough day for me at least and i'm for uh i'm for a a bit of a drink and some bed yes 
And hopefully we will be playing uh, Space Engineers tomorrow. Tomorrow night we will be on Space Engineers working on the first episode of Season 2. So if anybody does... The trailer. We're going to be working on the trailer. (laughs) Ah, we're working on the trailer for Season 2. Even more interesting because, well, it's the trailer. It should be funny, (laughs) if anything. Well, that is what we'll be on tomorrow night, probably about the same time, start about 8, 8.45, 9 o'clock. So we do hope to see everybody there. Uh, thanks again, everybody, for listening. And if you have any three printing questions, space questions, do give us a, a holler. All of our stuff is linked. So for me and John, hope everybody has a great night. And until then, go boldly, friends.